engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. This is Monica Perez filling in for Eric Erickson. Normally, Alan Sanders does that, so I have two big sets of shoes to fill. I will do my best. I'm a hardcore libertarian, which is a little different from what you may be used to. But as long as you believe in individual rights and responsibilities, I think we're going to get along just fine. Uh, I'm here with my trusty sidekick, Binkley. Hey, Binkley, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. I had the best white elephant gift, so that was good. What, was, can you tell me what that is? It was what a it was? tactical spy pen. That sounds like something you would actually like to have. I mean, that was the one that I brought. <laughs> oh, that was the one that you brought. I'm sure they thought you were serious, didn't get the idea of the uh, white elephant. For people who haven't heard... Uh, my show is normally on Saturday, 3 to 6, and I am a hardcore libertarian. I always look at things from a libertarian perspective, but sometimes we do go down the rabbit hole, which takes some some spying. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's in the, in, the, um, in the future for us, is to get some real investigative journalism going. Well, how was your Christmas? It was great. Uh, I always get very sweet gifts from my kids. My, uh, my, I got actually an unusual number of coffee cups this year, which mm. I think was a uh, response to how hard I took when my coffee machine broke earlier this year. I was a complete wreck. I think everyone wants to make sure there's nothing between me and my coffee. So that was good. It was actually better than the year I got a lot of soap. I had to wonder what <laughs> what message I was being sent then. But uh, anyway, so it's been a great week. I love having the kids off. It's awesome. And uh, we'll try to keep it a little bit light, although not too light. It's never too light when you're down the rabbit hole. But I do, uh, what happens when I, if you haven't heard my show on the weekends or whenever really I fill in during the week, I get, uh, always get the question, doesn't always get on the air, but somebody always calls it the question, like, what is a libertarian really? What is that? And I don't know, sometimes people are asking because they really want to know, and sometimes it's libertarians that who want me to tell what it really means. And uh, so I thought I would just, like, I'm such a hardcore libertarian, really, I, I, make no exceptions, I would say, at least philosophically. I'm, I do defend the Bill of Rights, and I uh, support the Constitution because I want to kick the can down the road, but I really feel like uh, we've this idea of self-limiting government is hopeless at this point. But <laughs> there's a great quote by Harry Brown, a famous libertarian, that uh, that libertarians should never define their positions in terms coined by liberals and conservatives that were not fiscal conservatives and social liberals were libertarians who believe in individual liberty and personal responsibility on all issues at all times. And I totally agree with that. I usually put it even in simpler terms, which is Murray Rothbard's single law, which is don't touch me or my stuff, which I also agree is uh, is the basic law and that all the laws that surround us now, all the legitimate laws, the laws of our founders and stuff are really about teasing that concept out. What does it mean to own stuff? What is it? You know, did somebody really touch it? That's it. Everything else trying to insulate us from a risky society or taking care of the less fortunate. Those are the areas of insurance for risk or charity. 
and they don't belong in the realm of this coercive monopoly uh, government that we have and that that kind of stuff leads to trouble. So I want to put all this in the context of that, what my real libertarian viewpoints of the stuff that basically went on in 2017 and what I expect in 2018. So here's the thing. I want to talk about what if you heard my show on Saturday, I talked about uh, looking back at 2017 and this Saturday, I'm going to look look say what I want to what I expect to see in 2018. But I do not only put it in the perspective of what the principles at stake are, but also with some of these events, I would say I've reached the point where I don't think anything that's being reported by the big mainstream media, if it's coming out of Fox News or CNN, they don't waste that air, their airtime really just trying to give you information. It's always about an agenda. It's always being spun. And you don't always see through what the agenda is. And I feel like I, what I like to bring is look at those headlines and say, what are the implications of that? Always in the context of my principles and what I think are the founding principles of this country to the extent that we consent to be governed. It's for sure what the founding uh, contract was, the founding document. So uh, I think that would be, I think like the founders, that that would be a fair compromise. And I do like to use that as my touchstone. But I want to hear what you thought about 2017, maybe what people missed about um, some agendas that might be behind the biggest stories. And the same thing for 2018. What do you expect or what do you want to look out for or even guard ourselves against uh, 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, let's, um, I did throw out the question earlier what people, <clears throat> they had this opportunity to express what they, what they feel libertarian is. I do want to get into the headline stories, but let's, let's just give people a chance to chime in on what they, I think there's some misunderstandings about libertarians, especially given who ran on the Libertarian Party, Gary Johnson and William Weld. I did not think for good examples of libertarians. Yeah. So what, what do our tweets think? We got a tweet from TJ who says that a libertarian has a logically consistent belief system that social and economic freedom brings the most justice to the most people. That is such a great, great way of putting it. I have to say, that idea of justice is often falls by the wayside. People don't realize. When you hear Ron Paul over all those years shouting into the wind, basically, in Congress, I felt that so much of what he had to say was really about justice. And, and liberty and justice for all, is they go hand in hand. But when he talks about wars, wanting to pull people back from wars, he... he is applying these basic uh, moral principles of thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and they all go to justice. Don't touch me and my stuff. Transferring wealth around is, they call it social justice, but just like all that kind of communist newspeak or Wellian newspeak, they, they use the opposite words of what I think um, they're really after. Social justice to me is actually the opposite of true justice. So uh, give me another one, if you got All one. right, we got one from Gary, who tweets that libertarianism is self-ownership, including your body and your property. Perfect. That goes right with the Murray Rothbard thing, don't touch me or my stuff. And, and really, the, if you look at the English common law, the cases, case by case, it was just using examples of disputes that people had to clarify the meaning of what is your stuff? What's the origin of property rights? What does it mean to infringe? Can you walk across somebody's property to get to the river? You know, what 
What are those laws? I love that. Uh, I got time for one more. All right. We have a good one from Fish and Chips who tweets, (laughs) get off my lawn. (laughs) I saw that one. I answered that one with, uh, or I'll shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hate to say I lived in Texas for a long time. And I'll tell you, when you have rules like that, people really think twice about going on your lawn. You know what I mean? I know that sounds harsh. I don't know. I mean, I really think when push comes to shove, absolute rules tell people which way is up. Even if you don't think the rules are right, one of the things about having these laws that are meant to tease out what that means, what's your stuff, blah, 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 even if you don't think the judge came up with the exact right thing, if it's a precedent and you can live by it, it provides predictability and reliance, and that's very important for prosperity. So uh, so I don't think law is a bad thing. Custom can do it. Tribal customs can do it. Uh, but I do think the coercive monopoly state that we have in Washington, D.C. right now is the opposite of good government, the opposite of law. They exploit your rights for their own benefits. They do not protect them. And I'm going to tell you in the context of 2017 and 2018, some examples of that and uh, we've got lots of calls coming up so let's get to some calls after the break 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show This is Monica Perez filling in for Eric Erickson Uh, I'm a libertarian I kind of just laid that out there hardcore libertarian I believe in limited government I'll even take the Constitution if uh, anyone's willing to stick to it and limit the federal government and have people fight it out within their own states that's fine with me too Uh, and I want to talk about the headlines from 2017 and even what to watch out for in 2018 from my libertarian perspective um, and also maybe what's the hidden agenda the kind of um, policy items, many of which tend to undermine the Bill of Rights. So we can talk about that too. Big fan of the Bill of Rights. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. I am going to Ben in Fayetteville. Hi, Ben. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. I uh, just wanted to uh, say how how nice it is to you know hear a libertarian perspective uh, of a fellow libertarian you know a lot of the times you know, our our voice our opinion kind of gets silenced because it's not you know one of it's not republican or democrat and, i know, actually people... think it gets even um co-opted like i'll watch so-called libertarians on fox and i'm like i don't i don't think i don't even call them libertarians right exactly exactly and, and then we get the thrown people... under the bus for that Exactly. And, you know, the people that, you know, you talk to that uh, you ask, okay, why'd you vote for Trump? And if they weren't actual supporters of him, they said, well, he was the lesser of two evils. If all of those people had actually looked into the Libertarian Party and voted Gary Johnson, I mean, that would have been huge. It would have made a huge impact and actually gotten this country more in the direction that it needs to be instead of worrying about... uh, Basically, See, how much can you hate the other party? I'm such a purist, Ben, that I thought William Weld was could not have there could not have been a worse representative of libertarianism. He literally said I had to look up the platform, you know, when he arrived to accept the VP nomination. But I would take people step back, might be even more palatable to most of them, to look at what Ron Paul had to offer. He was absolutely exactly. yeah, he was marginalized, he was slandered and all that. They said he had a dangerous foreign policy. Everything else, supposedly, the people on the right would agree with. 
And then, but you can look and say maybe that foreign policy was actually less dangerous and certainly more just. But I feel like Ron Paul really brought that pure message. It was something in a um, a package that, say, Texas Republicans voted for year after year after year so he could function in the mainstream. And uh, people just threw him away with both hands, I think, because... They were uh, influenced by the way the mainstream media kind of can is so effective at marginalizing people. Right. Yeah. Ron Paul. I mean, like you said, he is, he is the epitome of a libertarian. Um, yeah, I think that he had the right the right answer, and I feel like they almost gave Gary Johnson and William Weld more airtime because they actually presented poor example of libertarianism yes it's better it was the least of the of three evils if you want to look at the parties that way uh anyway want to want to keep this conversation going mark is going to be up next he thinks i'm trying to pick a fight me how could how could he think that anyway 800 wsb talk or you can tweet at me at monica perez show This is Monica Perez filling in for Eric Erickson. You might have heard my show Saturdays from 3 to 6. I am a hardcore libertarian, and I guess that makes some waves. So I'm willing to take calls on anything you want. I'll talk about being a libertarian, what it really means. But I also want to talk about what you think were the big stories in 2017 or what you expect in 2018. I can... uh, I look at things from a libertarian perspective, but I also look at what agendas are at play, that the stories are usually serving some policy agenda. So I want to touch on that if you want to, 404-872-0750. Binkley, my sidekick here, has some tweets. If you want to tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Give me a quick tweet, Binkley. I got a tweet from Jeff who says that libertarianism, simply speaking, is less government in everything. I agree with that. I could get down to uh, basically no government. I actually prefer the Articles of Confederation to the Constitution, Mm. which is kind of a radical thing to say. I'm going to take some calls. I'm going to um, Mark. Mark, how are you doing? You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you? Good. What's happening? What you got? Hey, uh, I've been listening uh, to your show for quite a while. Uh, I am a conservative Republican. And I listen to, you know, your libertarian views. And believe it or not, I agree 100%. Uh, But the problem I got with the libertarians is during the main and very important elections, you guys vote libertarian, which really pulls votes out from the Democrat and Republican fight, so to speak. And what I wanted to encourage uh, uh, a line of thought is, you libertarian folks really need to understand that the Republicans are really the only party that can hold back the Democrats. And the do you thing think about, that they're doing that? What do you think the Republicans are doing? That's good. Well, to be honest with you, the uh, the Republican Party is a do nothing party. However, the yeah, Democrats, that's actually why I think they lose on purpose and prefer to be the minority because then they can get the voters to think they're trying and they still get to sell us down the river to their cronies. I agree with that, too. However, uh, I would urge the libertarian folks to try to vote with the conservative Republicans because the Democrats are the true enemy. I but mean, here's I would the question. Look, if I think, let me just ask you this. Republicans over one good Democrat, because, you know, if the Democrats get back in control, Monica, we may not have a country. To practice libertarianism. I feel like the Democrats have infiltrated the Republicans. Half the people in the cabinet, or if you look at Gary Cohn and Jared Kushner, those guys are Democrats. You know, I feel like 
it's we basically have one party now. And that yeah. if we all voted our conscience, then we would probably have Ron Paul because people on the left would vote uh, for him because of his principled anti-war stance. And people on the right, of course, could vote for him for his principled uh, fiscal responsibility stance. And then we would have had Ron Paul, which is the best of both worlds, because ultimately I feel like the right, the Republicans are jacking up the warfare state and the Democrats are jacking up the welfare state all to serve the same master, which is to keep us in debt to the banks and that and that it's really it's really above and beyond parties. I appreciate the idea, but I've given up that kind of hope. But I am going to Michael in Atlanta. Michael, you are on with Monica. Hello, Monica. Um, I wanted to wish you, since we are in the octave of Christmas right now in the Christmas, I wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas, and I pray that you have a happy and blessed uh, New Year. Thank you so much. I really need it. I uh, um, I appreciate that. I am a conservative Republican, and but I'm also a practicing Catholic, and I'm very happy that Donald Trump became president. I have always thought that this country needs a successful businessman instead of a career politician. But what do you think, Michael, it? seriously, about his um, morality, having three wives? Well, I'm not happy about that. Um, but, I mean, I'm not – I'm trying to think of, like, you know, the overall – you know, stance on it. I look at his business. He's a very successful businessman. But what I wanted to I would dispute you, that, Michael. I don't think he is. I think that's why we don't see the tax returns. I think he was a very successful reality TV star who went bankrupt four times and was bailed out by some very powerful interests. And I think we that stuff doesn't really get covered, which makes me wonder what the left is up to in in whitewashing the real stories. Well, let me ask you, um, are you... I've heard on the radio, because I've listened to you for years, that you say that you are Catholic as well. I don't know if you are a Catholic. I am a practicing Catholic. Catholic. Absolutely. I do struggle with faith, but I absolutely practice, and uh, I stand firm on okay. that. Well, what I wanted to ask you was, are you happy with the job that he is doing right now, and do you have any prayer intentions that you'd like to mention to me to where I can pray for you when I pray the rosary the next time. Wow. Okay. Thank you. That's very powerful. I have to take a quick break, so I will answer both of those questions when I come back, Michael. Thank you very much. Uh, you guys can uh, keep calling 800-WSB-TALK or tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. This is Monica Perez back in for Eric Erickson. And Alan Sanders this week. I uh, just had a call before the break from Michael, who asked me two things I had to take a break to get to. One was he wants to, he is very generously offered, uh, will offer up his rosary for an intention of mine. And I recall that earlier this year, I had a show on the opioid addiction. I lost my sister to um, a drug overdose this year. And, uh, and towards the end of that show, a mother called whose son was in the hospital struggling with drugs and his name was Nick. And 
I ask the audience then to pray for Nick, and I'll ask you now to pray for Nick, and if Michael can offer up his rosary for Nick, that would be great. Uh, also, I he asked me if I was happy with the Trump presidency, and um, I will say this. All I care about is the Bill of Rights. I mean, it's not all I care about, but it's the one, the one, our last hope, what stands between the world and tyranny, in my opinion, is the Bill of Rights. I understand uh, nothing's perfect and all that, but I don't hear that kind of talk from Trump. I just don't hear it. People are excited about the tax reform. I want a balanced budget. You know, I want small government. I want, uh, I want to wheel back the surveillance state. Uh, this the censorship state. I don't like to hear uh, we're not quick enough to justice. You know, I don't want to hear um, this idea that people are guilty until proven innocent. This is dangerous, even if they start where it's an easy case to make on a case by case basis. Ultimately, those those rights, those amendments in the Bill of Rights are there to keep the government from abusing its power in order to neutralize us uh, politically. So when you have unsubstantiated allegations against somebody for sexual harassment and that destroys their political career, that's effectively uh, a demonstration of why due process in the Fifth Amendment is so important. So if I'm not hearing it, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I'm going to defend the Bill of Rights, even if it means going down with the ship, even if it means voting for writing in Ron Paul. You know, I'm just there's no point in the slow burn. Anyway, I really hope to get one quick call in now. Uh, I'm going to Tom. Tom, you're on with Monica. Thanks for holding. Yeah, hey, Monica. How you doing? Good. Talk to me. Well, uh, at first, when the, when, the, when the primary started, I was a Ted Cruz guy. Okay, as soon as Ted Cruz crashed the burn, I went to Donald Trump. Why? Because he was the only one out there who was actually saying stuff that I have said before. And I'm not talking about some of the others. I'm talking about, you know, calling out people for being what they are. Since he's been elected, we've had more corruption, more fraud brought out into the open. The absolute fraud and corruption of the Democrat Party was exposed with WikiLeaks, and everything else, the absolute fraud and corruption of the, of the mainstream media. Was so do you, do you feel like the Republicans are the virtuous, heroic group Oh, heck there? no. The, 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 uh, the Republican leadership, the progressive uh, Republican leadership was laid bare in this. Look what's, look what's going on with John McCain. John McCain is going to be publicly embarrassed with his, with his involvement with his dossier. And he'll be publicly embarrassed amongst conservatives, okay, See, because liberals don't really pay enough attention to really know what the heck's going on anyway. Uh, and I know that for a fact because my brother's a liberal. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> hey, 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 but, take it easy. Uh, no, I got to I got to I got to go to a break time. So I got to tell you, I to me, it doesn't matter. Um, this kind of stuff is a distraction, in my opinion, from, you know, this kind of infighting, the dossier, the private server, um, Russian collusion, all that stuff is just a diversion from what's really coming down, which is our rights are being encroached upon. Big tech is going to engage in surveillance and censorship under the guise of, uh, you know, being a private enterprise. There's I got a lot more calls. Hang on. Uh, 800 WSB Torque, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show.